Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by our great friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to PurdyInsurance.com. Purdy's have served this valley for decades, finding their clients the best insurance that's where you're fully covered for the best price possible that's because they care that's co- that's called customer service they get it done and it's auto home life business whatever it may be and if there's ever a claim they'll go to work as it happened to them that's what customer service is you want to be with the best in the business that is Purdy Insurance. Market Street and somebody go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Matt Catrillo alongside today. How are you, Steve Jones? Doing well, sir. How are you? I'm good. How was your Father's Day weekend? It was, it was good. It was good, you know. It's, uh, I talked to all of them, all the children. That's good. Yesterday, yesterday, uh, some were FaceTime, some were not, and some were in person. So we did that, and uh, just a, once again, just an absolute refresher. As I've been, I'm always been one that was always grateful for what he had to begin with. So that's not. I mean, that's. I was letting people say this is really giving me a different perspective on what. No, <laughs> I was always appreciative of what I had to begin with, so it doesn't give me a, d- a different appreciation for things. I uh, already had that, but uh, they're they're terrific people. Very proud of all of them. And thank God for their mother. All right, that's how they got to be terrific people. <laughs> okay. And for you, your first ever Father's Day. That's right. And it was a great one. Yeah. My wife and I went on a uh, jet ski at Chickalemi Marina. We rented one yesterday. Had a nice steak dinner with my family. It was good. Don't you think Luke's a little young for a jet ski? I mean, I mean, I don't want to question your parenting skills here or your decision-making process. Oh, Grandma but... and Grandpa see my parents uh, watched him while Lisa and I had a little time to ourselves at the, on the jet ski. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm, I'm a little worried. I mean, your decision-making is a little... Just a pontoon boat for right now. That's my parents' pontoon boat. I see. Up at Lake Wall and Pawpack. Yeah, very nice. That's in fact, uh, my son is going up there uh, with his wife. They're going to go there in July for a little bit. They're going to love it. It's a just a beautiful place up there. Yeah. Okay. A uh, couple quick notes. Um, 
let's talk for a moment about obviously Friday was one of those depressing days in terms of you know the numbers and so forth when it comes to COVID nineteen and sports. Okay, There's no doubt about that. You don't want to see. 28 members of the Clemson family, athletic family, because they're not all football players. Clemson actually has a lot of athletes on campus. So he's got 21 of the 28 football players. Okay. Uh, You know, LSU, uh, 13 at Texas. Then, of course, the baseball thing, which we talked about with Scott Lobber Friday, about the Philly situation and 11 NHL players. There has to be some level of perspective here as to what's going on. Number one, as we all know, and it doesn't take a genius to say this, but the old saying is the more people you test, the more you'll find. Okay. And we've had, what, 25 million tests in this country? Something like that. Major League Baseball, the players, by the way, are voting at 5 o'clock this afternoon on Rob Manfred's proposal. There's not a lot of optimism about it, but the players are voting at 5 this afternoon on it. Major League Baseball does not have in place an agreement. The players were working out to work out. Now, of course, there's that mandate to scrub down every spring training facility, like really scrub it down. Well, they were keeping it clean, but it wasn't, you know, but there wasn't like the mandate, and here are the guidelines to do it. They didn't have that in place, contrary to popular belief, because there aren't supposed to be any organized workouts right now in baseball. They're not playing. But they're going to do the right thing. I guess with the Phillies, I guess the issue is, I think some people have said the issue is there was actually a Blue Jays player that was symptomatic, and they were in contact with him. And I guess that was one of the one of the keys. Just like with the PGA Tour. So Watney actually went to Heritage, and he got tested Tuesday night. Okay? Test negative will let you play. He flies in on a private jet Tuesday night, gets tested. Guess what he got, guess what he got tested? Negative. So, of course, they let him play. He tested negative. But then he started not feeling well. So they did a retest, and on the retest, he tested positive. And positive, of course, symptomatic. Issue. And so that's, you know, with that, you sit back and go, okay, got it. Almost all of these tests are asymptomatic. Almost all of them are. And I still don't quite, I don't know about you, Matt, I don't know what to make of asymptomatic tests. I still don't know what to make of it personally, especially after that day where they said it was very rare transmission. The WHO put that out, and the next day they had that very clumsy news conference saying, well, it's not really that kind All All they did was confuse the issue. So I don't quite know what that means, but again, well, I know part of what it means. The people who are asymptomatic don't feel sick. Now, that part we do know. They don't feel sick. Well, almost all these tests that you're getting, whether it's the Cowboys, the Texans, or almost all of them are asymptomatic, and they're all finding out because they went and got tested. 
unlike Watney, who went to be tested because he said, I don't feel well. Well, now it's like, whoa, he, hold on a second. And that's what we'll have to find out as time goes. Now let's look, look at the NHL. 11 players, including several with the Tampa Bay Lightning, tested positive. So it ended up being a total, including Austin Matthews, the great player for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They had 11 players test positive, right? Total in the league. Well, that's out of 200 players. All right. Well, what does that come out to? 5.5%. What's the normal test rate? About 55 to 6% on positive tests. I get, I get thinking it would be as high as 7%. I think 7% is like the norm, right? That sound right, Matt? I believe so, yeah. And as far as the asymptomatic stuff is, I mean, that's what you said is pretty much all we know. They don't, they're not sick, but it certainly makes things a little bit tricky because something's going on, but we just don't know but the they, seriousness of it. Yeah, they don't know. It's they don't know. But um, but when you sit there and you look at it. they had five and a half percent you're going to get positive tests that's just the nature of this you're going to get positive tests now the nhl is in phase two right now next phase for them is phase three and it looks like we lost connection there with Steve from the Sunbury Motor Studio. We'll hopefully get back. There we go. There he is. Okay. There, there we go. <laughs> it dropped out. Yeah, that was weird. Well, no, it was very strange because I just made probably the best point I've made in nine years on the show, and now, now I forgot <laughs> it. No, <laughs> it's easy to forget when you're sitting there trying to say, okay, I have to reconnect this thing and hit some buttons. At least I hit the right buttons. There you go. But, you know, anybody who did not, anybody who expected 200 NHL players to be tested and not have positive tests, you're naive. The question to me is always going to be are you asymptomatic versus symptomatic? Because there's a different protocol of quarantine for each. It's just going to happen. That's been the nature of this so far. What does this mean? Well, it means that 5.5% of the guys tested, actually a lower number than that, because there actually is more than 200. The difference with, with this, with the virus, is quite simple. Normally with anything, you know what the finish line is, right? In sports, we know what the finish line is. You know, football, usually after 60 minutes, we know that's the finish line. In baseball, usually after nine innings, that's the finish line. 48 minutes or 40 minutes, whether it's pro or college basketball. 60 minutes in hockey. You know, most of the time. That's the finish line. With this virus, you sit here on June the 22nd, we don't know what the finish line is. We don't know. I mean, the finish line's a moving target. 
You actually have some NFL owners saying maybe they ought to start the season a month later. Uh, no. Uh, that doesn't, based on time of year and weather, that doesn't make sense. And we go back to what I've said the entire time. We don't know what the climate is on July 22nd. We don't know. You can sit there on July 22nd and go, oh, boy, <sighs> we got problems. Or we could sit there on July 22nd and say, hey, I feel a lot better about this. All right, then how are you going to feel August 22nd? We could be, oh, boy, we got problems. Or we could be, oh, I feel a lot better about this moving forward. Uh is there a proper therapeutic and a good one that's developed, which then down the road leads to a vaccine being developed? Okay? They're working on it. But we don't know on July 22nd, August 22nd, and September 22nd where we're going to stand. And that's why we've taken this one-day-at-a-time approach. Uh, here at Penn State, Basketball players, men's and women's basketball players, return today. They'll get to go through their training regimen with Greg Miskinis. And then I believe the NCAA has a universal time frame of July 20th to let the coaches get out there with him, uh, with them. Football goes into its next phase today. More players and the rest of the recruiting class reporting in today. That second wave includes Micah Parsons and other players to go with the freshmen that were not early enrollees. So that's what's going on here. And then... uh, We'll take it one step at a time. Uh, The Nittany Lion Inn is going to be closed for the fall. They're going to provide it as an isolation area for students who test positive for COVID-19. So that's what they're going to do with the Nittany Lion Inn. And the interestingness continues here. We actually just had a power surge here at the studio. So we'll get back to Steve in a little bit here as we continue here on the Steve Jones Show. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or go to purdyinsurance.com. ESPN Eagles reporter Tim McManus will join the show today at 406. That's all coming up later on here on the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK.
taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Purdy's have served this valley for decades, finding their clients the right insurance so they're completely covered. And uh, to make sure, whether it's auto, home, life, business, a bundle, they get it at the best price. And they'll update it, keep you updated. They are the best in the business. The best in the business. Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And you can go online to sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great pre-owned inventory. All at Sunbury Motors and sunburymotors.com. A victory for Penn State over the weekend. As Tis the Law won the Belmont Stakes. Trained by Penn State's own Barkley Tag. Class of 61. So there you go. All right. Time now to uh, talk some Penn State football. A little bit of recruiting from PennLive.com. Greg Pickle. Greg, hope you and yours are safe, sound, and everything's going well. Hey, guys, good to be with you. And speaking of first, we're on our first day of green life in Dolphin County. So I understand you guys have been there for a couple of weeks, and we are now enjoying it as well. Hope you guys are healthy and safe. Uh, We are healthy and safe. Hopefully you are too, and I think it's going to work out well for you. So I think that will work out great for that that area down there, which is great. Uh, Okay, uh, let's get to the recruiting part because, you know, you'll go through these lulls and how the rules are formed and so forth. Uh, so where does Penn State stand in your mind right now in certain areas recruiting-wise, Greg? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I went back and looked at some of the stories and notes that we wrote at this time last year, and uh, maybe true to form, a lot of the stuff then is sort of what's playing out now. There's a lot of concern about why Penn State was losing out on some top targets, why they weren't in top groups and finalist groups for some top targets. And it almost feels like a rite of summer and a little bit of normalcy amid a lot of, you know, abnormalness. Uh, you know, if you remember back to this time last year, there were some decommitments. There were a lot of concerns about what was going on, and then they kind of got on a little bit of a run. So, I mean, I think that you know, the problem Penn State faces recruiting-wise at this point is that they have four new coaches who have either had very limited time or no time to meet most of their top targets, and that's a pretty uh, big uh, obstacle to overcome, especially when some of the guys you're recruiting, you know, Joe Moorhead knew some of them. He obviously is uh, recruiting for Oregon now. Jared Parker knew some of them. He is recruiting for West Virginia from Maryland pick West Virginia recently. So there's just kind of been a, a perfect storm of things, not to mention the coronavirus pandemic, which hasn't allowed players to come to campus since mid-March. And, you know, the Lions got hot there for a little bit, and maybe they uh, they filled up a little bit quicker than expected in terms of getting to the point they are now. And some top targets have cut them. You know, Dante Thornton, no one saw him, the receiver from, uh, uh, from Maryland, cutting uh, Penn State out of his top six. 
you know, there's a lot of the, the 247 sports crystal balls and the rivals cast that don't have overly encouraging news for some top targets. But, you know, I think you have to look at it as if you believe what uh, Bud Elliott of 247 Sports is calling the likely year of the decommitment, if you believe that's going to happen, then you also have to believe that Penn State will have a chance to flip some guys down the road. They already flipped one in this cycle, uh, Rodney McGraw, the defensive end. They flipped him from in-state Indiana. And it just feels to me that, of course, it could work the other way and they could lose a guy or two. But I like where they stand in terms of being solid with the guys committed to them, Steve. And I just think you have to kind of let this thing play out. Once guys can come to campus again, if they can come to campus again, we assume they'll be able to. Not going to happen before at least September. But uh, Penn State will have a chance to work that visit magic that we've seen James Franklin and his staff have so much success with. So I guess I would say at this point, not maybe where we thought it would be, but it's also a good time to tap the brace and keep in mind that there's a long, long time until December, and a lot can change between now and then. How tough is it to really judge where any where anybody is because this has had to be done virtually? Well, you know, I think that in terms of, you know, if you're talking teams, obviously some teams have recruited uh, much better there, much better than others in terms of commitments. But in terms of players, I mean, yeah, it's hard at times to gauge whether a guy is committing because he really wants to go to that school. Is he committing because so many other guys are committing and he's worried about losing his spot? Or is he just committing because he's bored and there's nothing else to do and it's cool to be on social media right now? You can't go outside and do anything, so you might as well get a lot of energy entertainment uh you know a lot of entertainment through social media and stuff like that so i I do think that we'll see a number of guys if they don't flip at least take visits and provide some entertainment in the fall in a different way in person assuming they're allowed to come during game weeks and stuff like that so um you know it's tough there's no question but penn state might be a little bit behind I do think that they have the right coaching staff members in place to weather this storm, not just in this cycle, but long-term. But those guys are going to need the opportunity to host players, and right now they just don't have it. Okay. Uh, you did reference some of this uh, earlier, but they're obviously the quote, bigger targets out there. They usually take longer. Does that play into this? Yeah, there's no doubt, and I'll apologize, Steve. I was driving through an apocalyptic rainstorm at the moment, so if the background noise is a problem, that would be why. But, um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of guys, your top targets, we've talked about this in past cycles, they don't want to decide until December anyway, most of them. Or, you know, you get two decision dates for a lot of these top guys, either December in the early signing period, the second signing period in February, or before their senior season. Well, now they can't even go and see their finalists before their senior season starts. So you're going to see a lot of these guys, I think, wait even longer than they normally would because they haven't had the chance to go see their their favorite school. They haven't been able to take an official visit that they may have taken back in the spring and summer because those were canceled. So, yeah, a lot of these guys like to take a long time to begin with. And when you factor in the the calendar being a dead period since March, April, because of the coronavirus pandemic and then them not being able to take those trips. I mean, I think you'll see guys waiting even longer to, to decide now. So, you know, again, I think that's a good sign too. I remember talking to Andy Frank a few years ago. I believe I referenced this on the show before, Steve, but you know, it's not time to panic until all your top targets have either eliminated you or committed elsewhere. And even once they eliminate you, you have a chance to work your way back in. But once they commit elsewhere, it's a lot tougher to flip them then. So there's plenty of top targets on the board, maybe not shaping up at this second in time, 
the way a lot of people envisioned this class could back in maybe, I don't know, November of last year, even January of this year. But uh, I would just caution it before, uh, before getting too wound up about it. Keep in mind, again, not only is there a lot of time left, there's a lot of visits left to be taken, and things can change in a hurry once those start. There are always two primary panics among the fan base. Uh, Greg, one is play calling, and the other one is recruiting. All right, so <laughs> they, they draw more panic than anything else yeah. <laughs> in my experience. Uh, you've done a lot. You've been on all the Zoom calls, uh, especially with the players. What's been your primary take? Really interested. Um, the thing, I believe it was Keaton Ellis. No, I'm sorry. It was Jahan Dotson who said it last week, and we'll learn more. Uh, assuming players will still be available a couple of times a week throughout the next couple of weeks here. But Sahan Dotson made a great point. You know, we've talked to Michael Mennett and Will Fries. We've talked to some other players, Noah Kane and Micah Parsons this week. And I thought Jahan Dotson made a tremendous point. And it's that a lot of guys have been telling each other, been telling the coaching staff, been telling us that they've been working out, they've been keeping up with everything at home. They know they're not in Dwight Galt shape, but they're close. And, uh, that's going to be put to the test here for the guys that are already back on campus and then the ones that come back next week and things like that. So we'll see. You know, it's great to say that the home workout has been good and body weight lifting has been uh, a good uh, try, something to try and replace things with. But, you know, Steve, we'll find out soon enough whether that's actually true or not. Fascinated about that. And just so glad that Noah Keynes and his family's doing better after they uh, – Suffered multiple bouts of the coronavirus, so glad to hear that as well. Yeah, because I mean, he's I mean, what four family members? Uh, and, and Jahan has to be careful too, because his mom. I mean, so they they have to be careful with all of this as they go through it. Correct. And, you know, you just keep seeing things pop up each and every day. This school test positive, that school test positive. The Phillies just closed training camp because they have a number of players who tested positive. Uh, Bob McKenzie of TSN saying an NHL team is shutting down for a bit because of positive tests. So, you know, this is going to be the norm. And I think that it'll be interesting for me to watch how that all kind of shakes out. You know, there's going to be positive tests. I think the math is pretty clear that if you bring people together and you test them and they haven't been tested before, you know, you bring enough of them together, you're going to get a few positive tests. So I don't think right. you have to freak out every single time a player, be it at Penn State or somewhere else, tests positive. Keep in mind, Penn State has yet to decide whether it will disclose whether any players have tested positive or not. But yeah. more to the general point, um, I just think that, again, you're going to have guys test positive. The question is, what do you do once that happens? How do you prevent spread? How do you help them cope with it, whether they're symptomatic or asymptomatic? That's going to determine a lot, uh, more so, I think, than just, you know, an X number of, number of guys tested positive. Right, because part of it, to me, is, is, is the asymptomatic part. It's because you've got guys going in there, okay, test me. They feel perfectly fine. I, and I think that, you know, it's how you handle symptomatic versus asymptomatic. I think that's going to be very important. So uh, you, how important is it to you, Greg, the decision the NCAA made to open the door uh, to really start a couple of weeks ahead of time? So for Penn State, that would be July 24th. 
Yeah, it was a must-have. It really was. And again, I, I believe it may have been Brian Kelly who said it, but you know, this isn't going to replace spring ball in its totality. There's going to be no helmets. There's going to be no pads. You're not going to get a good feel for how a guy is instinctually compared to how he was last year because he's not going to really have a chance to decide which hole the running back is going to jump in. He's not going to have a great chance to read uh, what the quarterback is doing in real time. But it's a chance for those guys to get together, and it's immensely important for Penn State and any school with new coaches because whether they're going at walkthrough speed, half speed, or full speed, you know, we hear James Franklin talk a lot about what kind of practice tempo they have depending on the day of the week or whatever, in season or out of season. Um, Just a chance to be in person is going to be, uh, you know, at any speed, is going to be extremely uh, vital and important to what this team ends up looking like come Kent State or whatever the opener ends up being because, you know, Kirk Sharaka talked about it. He can watch guys run routes. He can watch the quarterbacks throw, but there's just nothing that replicates uh, seeing it in person and correcting or encouraging something in person compared to saying, yeah, that video looks great. Here are the two things you might want to do differently. But, oh, by the way, I couldn't really see all of your feet, so I'm not 100% sure what you did right or wrong. So that's going to be important at any speed is just get them around each other. I know they'll have some time where they can do film work, and et cetera, before that earlier in July. So it's going to be an important month for Penn State. James Franklin has been very direct about the fact that he believes, and I don't think there's any reason to doubt him, that the team that comes out of this the best of the teams that do will be the ones with the best plan. If we know anything about James Franklin, yep. he has a plan for anything, including uh, three-and-a-half-hour lightning delays now at uh, you know Spartan <laughs> Stadium. So, uh, And a pandemic. I'm sure he has a whole chapter of that dedicated now as well. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he does. I mean, he's, he's smart, and he is organized. Greg, thanks so much. Glad you're going green down there, and hope everything continues to go well. Yep, look forward to seeing you guys soon. Thanks a lot, Steve. Greg Pickle, PennLive.com, back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our great friends at Purdy Insurance. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. Um, the uh, Dak Prescott, I guess what they're going to have the 
the um, he's gonna have to sign his one year tender, I guess, to do that. Uh, he um, it's interesting. I I think players in the NFL once this year is over with I think we'll get their money but the difference is going to be I think in other sports I think baseball in particular I think it's going to be a lean free agent year now the players by the way are voting at 5 o'clock today and It's not hopeful. Supposedly, the younger players are more open to um, saying yes to this compared to the older players. Okay. All right. So, and the older players claim that they are looking at the big picture. Now, the big picture, of course, is thinking a lot about um, the 2021, you know, December 1st, 2021. I mean that's what they're that's what they're looking at. That will take care of itself once you get to it. Is it that's what gets me about this? Is that you have to, instead of thinking about winning now. That's the one you have to sit back and say, whoa, okay, hold on a second. Now, that's when you can start drawing lines in the sand. This isn't that time. It goes back to what we've talked about before. And when you're talking about Uh, the very simple thought of instead of going out and fighting to win because I'm right and you're not is much different than doing what is right. doing what is right. And that's the big picture. We're in a situation right now where for all of us, people aren't in the mood really to travel as much. 
And sports can be for that two to three hours, that mini vacation. And baseball could have filled that gap beautifully in those, quote, mini vacations. And instead, they've decided to stand on these incredible principles where everybody is under contract and nobody's playing. Now, if you don't want to play because you are very concerned about what is happening with this invisible killer, I don't blame you one bit. I don't blame you one bit. But if you're doing this over money, you know what's interesting, Matt? 1918, we had the Spanish flu. And the World Series was played in early September. They moved it up because of the Spanish flu. They got to Game 6 of the World Series at Fenway Park between the Red Sox and the Cubs. The game was supposed to start at 2.30 in the afternoon. They made an announcement that there was a dispute. The players had gone on strike, wanting their money. Finally, they made an announcement that they would start at 3.30 because they worked it out. Harry Hooper announced it. Nothing's changed in 102 years, Matt. Nothing has changed. This is true, yeah. (laughs) For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family-operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you.